0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Christy. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to the
1: The Thanks Thanks Mom Podcast. podcast.
0: It's nice to be back recording with you. I know we batched a bunch before, so I've just come back from vacation and uh, it feels good. It's good to do this. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It must be nice. It is. I know. I know it wasn't the same for you and your brother in the same way. Yeah.
1: Well, at first I was like, oh, it, it was so good. Because I was like, oh, it'll be a staycation because you guys left the day after the 4th. And it it was for, like, the rest of that week, kind of. But, you know, when you come off, like, a holiday and your schedule's just whack. And right. your brain's just kind of like, what am I doing? So, I didn't work. Like, one of the families I babysit for was on vacation, too. So, I had less work that week. So, it was kind of a lightened week. But it was more like, like, I was, try- I was trying really hard to relax. But I could also just feel my head being like, what what's going on? I have to be where, when? Like, it was just... I had just pieced element. different... Yeah, like, I had just pieced meeting with different friends at different times and things because I knew I had more free time, which was fine. It just... I... Like, I did enjoy it. It's just funny sometimes how your body just feels out of it when you're not in your normal routine and rhythm. And, and it just made me laugh a little bit where it's like... I was like, Grace, go just relax. Like, this doesn't... It wasn't stressful, but it was like I had to tell myself specifically, like, just enjoy it. Just chill. It's okay that it's not a routine. And then I forgot that I had picked up an extra... Babysitting shift this week, so sure. then I went into like even though you guys weren't here, and my first full week because of the first time all the schedules lined up because of different families being on different vacations, so, and I picked up another shift, so it was oh, my busiest babysitting week, week yet. Yeah, <laughs> like so, which in some ways was nice for me to move into it and not like I, I could be a little tired and stuff, and then sometimes. I could, like I, Then I was just alone. It wasn't like I was being cranky around you guys because I was more tired than usual. So it was kind of sure. nice to be like, I'm going to get in the routine so that I can be gracious to everyone when they get back. And I know what it looks
0: like and I won't be cranky. So. Well, that's kind of nice. Know. It was, it was so just a So did you have week. some funny stellar moment that happened? Because we, I mean, I've only been home not even <sighs> yeah. 24 hours and. I'm... I
1: had to get a squirrel out of the pool. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so here's. We really, okay, I'm sorry. Preface to this is we, Grace calls and telling us and. One, we didn't want to hear about because we were eating at the time. And two, that. we all really thought that it couldn't have been a squirrel. Because squirrels are big. We've had to get other smaller rodents yeah. or things or like a baby bird fell in the pool. But anyway. No,
1: it was a squirrel. I wasn't sure at first because it was so soaked that like...
0: I know. They it, looked like it, and a And it was swimming rat. away
1: from me so I couldn't see its face. Like so once, it was swimming. Once, yeah. Once it, okay. So I'll let me back up. So oh, I go... It's like Monday or Tuesday. No, you guys had just left... So this was, like, Wednesday or Thursday or something.
0: I think it was the Wait, day you left. I think it was Wednesday because we were in the hotel eating. Okay,
1: okay. So, and I go out, and I think it was going to rain or so. Anyways, I was, like, cleaning up the pool deck. And I was thinking I was getting towels or something. I was just cleaning up outside. So you were outside. And I, and I had the what in the dang heck podcast on as oh, i was playing geez. like just in the background well i laughed because they were they were telling stories that a bunch of them just went to france oh, and right. somehow in one of their salads somewhere in france oh no there was a caterpillar on the leaf oh, in their salad it was just anyway so they're laughing about this or they're like yeah i was kind of a like they're retelling funny stories oh, and that was one of their gosh. their gross funny stories and i'm laughing and i turn and i see something swimming in the pool and i about like freak out i was like what the heck so i turned that <laughs> off and i just like i'm like what? So I called dad right away, because I'm like, I don't, in my head, I'm like, okay, it has to get out. I haven't registered yet what animal it is, because it was swimming away from, it, and, like, I couldn't see its face. Once the squirrel turned around and I saw its face, I could recognize it was a squirrel. Oh but the, I didn't recognize, it didn't do that until I was out. So I called it, because I was like, if I just try and, like, get it out with the skimmer, like, tap it a little, like, I was worried was going to run back at me and attack me. Yeah, I was like, sure. I don't know if they, I don't know what they would do. I, know, I was like, maybe I'm me. overthinking it, but I, I was like, I need to check with someone before I just do something. Oh jeez. So was like if I just leave it, it's gonna get tired and drown and then I'm gonna I've had to scoop dead animals out of pools before. I don't want to do that. I've had to scoop. Right. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to do that. So I was like I'd rather get it out now but anyways right. so I called that as as I'm watching and he's like, Well what is that? I was like some kind of rodent and it's it, it was in the deep end its paws were too short to get over the edge and it was in the shallow end where it could have just crawled out on the stairs but it was way under the other like it must have just oh fallen gosh. in and didn't see the whole I
0: it must have been running and what skipped over and i don't know in. Like, like i don't know
1: it just was there and it was swimming and it didn't seem distressed it just was like how do i get out because its <laughs> arms are too short the level even though the yes. level water the water level was high because of all the rain it wasn't high enough for that and i was just like anyways you call you guys are like gross i don't want to just get it out and i was like i, I don't want to deal with it either I, mean, I didn't know you were eating i was like i didn't ask for this you just left like you left me at the squirrel in the pool that on purpose obviously and you're like i don't know and i was like well is it gonna hurt me if i get and dad's like i don't think so and i was like okay so i go grab the skimmer and I, like, I had to do it twice, so I went under its feet a little bit, and it felt something touch it, and it freaked out. I Swam bet. the other direction, and I was like, buddy, I am trying, trying to, to help, help you. you. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be a little slower, and so I, I did it again, got under its feet, and I kind of just, like, went up pretty fast so it kind of became a trampoline and so it freaked out but it but it like jumped down on it and at the same time i pushed up so that it kind of just used it as a trampoline and it got out and it just ran so fast and you see it's like like this pattering away like and it's like get the heck away from me i was like gladly i was like you where did it run out through the slatted fence like, on the pool deck. It didn't go out, like, into the yeah, yard. Yeah, but what was it, by, like, the wooden fence? Yeah, the wooden okay. fence. It ran that way, so I don't like know Like, towards it... the roses? Or, like, towards, towards the... Ro- the no, like, towards back of the house. Like, okay. the backyard, so. Like, the... Sorry, our neighbor's yard. I mean, okay. it obviously couldn't get through the fence, so... Like, they it, went
0: up, probably went up the wooded part of the fence. It, it might could have, or it comes. might
1: have just hid behind okay. the bushes, and I don't know. I didn't pay attention. That is just so like, funny. But then, so what in the dang heck has a call line like you can call it right. right. so i just called it and i was like I just, oh you did i was like i just have to tell a story really quick i don't know if you're gonna put this on the podcast you don't have to i was like but i just listened to your story of basically an animal being where it shouldn't and then i had the same situation of an animal being where it shouldn't in my opinion and like so i just told my story and i was like i just thought the timing was you know, kind of ironic, as I was laughing to you finding a caterpillar, I turned around and found a squirrel in the pool. So, I hope you enjoy that story. Have a good day.
0: (laughs) That's so (laughs) funny. I just
1: had to, so we'll see. They didn't put it on last week's episode, but I might have called too late to, anyways, I'll see if they, I'll let y'all know if they
0: put it on. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to find out next time. That's (laughs) so funny. It
1: was just, it. yeah, so that's my funny story. Okay, so my funny Oh, sorry, one more thing. I had, I just was, I felt like I had to do too much Crazy house stuff in the first, um, like, 24, 48 hours since you left because the next day after that, the battery died in the fire alarm.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: And Gabe somehow that. slept through it, and it was right outside his door, and that kept beeping, and I couldn't figure. He figured out how to disconnect it. I no, 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 it no, no.
0: Well, yeah, he figured out how to disconnect. That was not fun. I just was so like, this have... is
1: too much. You all just left, and I had to get a squirrel out the pool, and I had I had to figure out how to disconnect this from the ceiling, because it was just, like, complicated how it came off
0: the ceiling, and I was worried I was going to break it. So it would probably have been fine, because we have something else that's hard- hardwired in, but anyway, yeah, because just... that thing, you called at 5.30 in the morning. I
1: know, because I was worried it was carbon monoxide. I was like, I want to just leave the house, but I was like, what if for some reason it is the carbon monoxide? Sure. And I leave the house and leave the dog here. Right. Like, me and Gabe, you yeah, had to work
0: early that morning. <laughs> Jeez. See, all the listeners can see the difference. How, <laughs> I was like, home ownership comes with a lot of tasks and taking care of a home. But not, and, in, not in 24 hours of itself, yeah,
1: in my it, opinion. That was just a That lot. was
0: 48 hours because that was when we were first there. And anyway, so, I mean, we've been apart for 10 days. So there's been lots of stories. And- I know mine are usually always Sophie stories just because they're so memorable. And so we're with our really good friends. Shout out to Kate and Kirk for hosting us. What wonderful friends from med school. We got to be with them for the first half of our vacation. It was just amazing. It was really great to just pick up where we left off. And we were just with them and wondering, you know, not wondering. Dad had put on, what is it, Weird Ale? With those so funny. Okay. So we're having dinner with them one night with the kids. So we had, they had two of their kids and not two of their kids. And then we had four of our kids, not all six of our kids anyway. And we're just, you know, did we hiked, we hung out, we had simple dinners. We went out to a lovely dinner all together. We had so much fun. So I don't know. He he must've played it. Dad must've played some weird ale for Sophie before he left because all of a sudden at dinner and then continued like one of the mornings and then... The other day when we were packing up and leaving, like, the whole thing about the whole play on Michael Jackson's I'm Bad, I'm Bad. Mm
1: -hmm. Because I'm fat. I'm fat. That's Yes, but
0: Sophie walked around and doesn't know all of it. She's just like, I'm fat. I'm fat. I'm really, really fat. I'm fat. fat And over, I'm really, really fat. And we're all just looking at it, just going, okay, it's hilarious because she's, you know, the song's going through her head. Anyway, she's just hilarious because she's, I don't know, just the way, you know, the way little kids hear stuff and I could share probably a million more and I probably will as they come to me and you go over episodes. But that was just one of, I don't know, many just funny, hilarious things, especially when you're with a little kid like that, that um, is like with people you don't know. Mm-hmm. And you and so they're experiencing her, For the like, first. Yeah. yeah. So you see it through, they haven't met her before, they, no, they, met. they haven't or met Peter? Peter or her.
1: That's crazy. So yeah. that How long was really if Did fun. we go visit them? How many years? You
0: haven't. Okay, so oh, I forgot that we were going to redo the pyramid picture, and we totally forgot because we didn't have you, but we thought we could did all you work say, it
1: out. Where you guys went on here, did you? No,
0: we were in, so we were in Colorado. Our friends, uh, Kate and Kirk, the priest and their family. Uh, Live in Greater Fort Collins, and but we were um, vacationing in Silverthorne and just going around there Breckenridge. We went to Vail and hiked, and it was just it was beautiful. And then the second half of the trip, um, we drove down to Colorado Springs and did like Pikes Peak and Garden of the Gods and and just some of the mountain towns, and it was just beautiful. And Mm -hmm. um, our last day, we just ended up doing a little bit. Of this and that. Like we hiked up this waterfall, um, which was supposed to be really short and then ended up being quite an up. Like for how short it was, the elevation gain was like almost 300 feet in a third of a mile. It was pretty hefty. And But we were at a waterfall, so we're thinking, oh, we're <clears> going to <throat> get in the water and wade so that we didn't have the best foot wear on i guess and some Mm -hmm. of the kids because i said peter put on slides i said sandals blah blah blah." it wasn't the strap sandals anyway but then we went down and waded through the river and did the we crossed the river a bunch of times on the way back to where we had to park the car which was really fun and um anyway it was a wonderful trip it was a really good mix of like we did something basically every day but we were leisurely about you know wake up like, let's get going, but not, like, rush. Mm-hmm. And then when we're done, we just come back and we relax and have dinner. And we played at Colorado Springs when it was just the six of us. Did a lot of Bananagrams and just fun, good family time. We missed you guys immensely. But it was, mm-hmm. it was good to just – I was just grateful. I guess, like, my Holy Spirit moment um, was just that I had prayed so much about going into it to really try to be mindful of – how to relax, like Mm -hmm. how to not have expectations of it should look like this, it should be like this, because then you kind of set yourself up for disappointment, you know, in that Mm -hmm. way, if it doesn't happen that way. And I tend to be like that. And that's something I've really worked on in my life is that because then I, I do, I find that I've taken on this disappointment and I've really worked on that the last few years, but it was kind of like, how do I want to show up to this? How do, you know, I'm responsible for how I show up to the day, to the kids, the people. But then also, like, just to be, like, go with the flow. Like, yes, I want to do things, but we didn't have, you know, every single thing. Like, we we knew we were going to do Pike's Peak on this day, but we didn't know how that was going to look. And we got to the top of it, and we thought we'd be there for an hour. We were there for three hours. Like, it was – at first, it was, like, the one part where the visitor center was, it was windy, and it was cold, and – and the air is very thin, and it you, it take took like forty five minutes or so to get up, fifty minutes to get up to the top, and mm-hmm. in the car, and but then we're out there, and you could climb on these rocks, which my kids we knew had loved, mm-hmm. and you're at this fourteen thousand one hundred feet summit, and Ava's up there dancing, and then she's almost keeling over because the the air is only sixty percent oxygen. We learned yeah. all these really cool facts, but it was just. Um, I had been, I think, on part of it, but I didn't realize even I hadn't been all the way to the top. And so it was just be- the God's beauty and to be able to talk to the kids in that way of, like, this was made for you and be reminded myself of, like, just gratitude of what are we supposed to We're actually supposed to be restful and rejuvenated, not come back from our vacation and need a vacation because yeah. that's really you're on a trip then. And I really wanted to be mindful of that. So I felt like the Holy Spirit really... Really helped in that, and your dad and I were even saying, even Ava was, I think, the day before we left, she's like, I'm ready to go home. And I was ready for you guys to come home like a couple of days before. I know I'm like going on and on about this, but it was a really cool thing that I wasn't quite because I think we didn't plan out how we were going to come home before we left specifically because we didn't know if we want to stop at certain places for, you know, pilgrimage sites or college visits for your, you know, Andrew or different things. Um, And so we still had to get a hotel. So I think that's why I was ready like the day we were leaving. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something that's different, at least with a road trip, because we travel to Hilton Head a lot every year. And we have found that going a couple extra days where you actually are in a place for a full week, Mm -hmm. So you're really gone for depending on how long it takes you to get out there or whatever. There's something about when you hit that 10 to 11 day mark of Mm -hmm. being away where sometimes two weeks can seem too long. Yeah. But more than a week is great. I just feel like it's really like we've been away because we hit Wednesday and we're like, okay, we've been away a full week and we still have two full days before we even leave. Mm -hmm. And it was like great. Like, and I was like, I could use eight full days like I felt like we hit that point and that's when it was like tipping like okay there's nothing left that we're like oh we should really see this it was almost like we were looking not looking for things to do but like how do we want to feel like that last day Mm -hmm. um so I did I reflected more on that because I really wanted to and I just felt like I really the Holy Spirit just I was able to be mindful of that and to show up and just kind of be like I want to be relaxed and we came back and yeah i'm tired and i'm so glad we came back saturday Mm -hmm. and have all of today to just kind of ease back in like like it we didn't come back today and then have to hit work tomorrow yeah like that was very wise too so i don't know i just approached it really well and i'm just really grateful to the lord that we were able to do it that way so that was my holy spirit moment
1: yeah i think my holy spirit moment is um, a subtle intro into our topic was just...
0: <laughs> awesome how you kind of did that.
1: <laughs> was just how you and I both, when you introduced the topic mm-hmm. for what you want to talk about today, we're both, you were like, this has just been on my heart. And I was like, actually me too. And both of us, it was like the same fundamental idea, but with slight nuances. Sure. And Which I was is just what like, we love on this podcast. And I was like, that was totally the Holy Spirit being like, this is what you need to talk about. And it's hitting different things for both of you guys, but at the same time, the same thing. So I'll let you introduce it because this okay. is your topic.
0: Well, I love that because that's what we're all about here on the Thanks Mom podcast is just living out the extraordinary and the ordinary and, and from different points of gen- and generations. And um, and I've been so I've been thinking this and went to mass today, listened to the homily, and it just really struck me about two different things about that I've talked to Grace about and then I talked to my husband, Paul, about. And I've been pondering in my mind... I don't know, for a while, and think it keeps coming up. So it's it's kind of like freedom, which we've talked about some, kind of has to do with acceptance versus resistance. And so the scriptures today... Um, well, this will come out a week. It for will For the come 15th out. Sunday of Ordinary Sorry. Time. So for whenever you're listening to back to this, the 15th Sunday of Ordinary Time. Year B. Um, or year A, my bad. Where is it with the, the yoke? Is it... Um, Matthew um,
1: No this was not the this wasn't the um gospel today but it was just mentioned in the homily it's Matthew 11:28. It was last week's gospel. Oh yeah, 14. sorry. We
0: so our pastor was talking about last week about the 14th Sunday. Thank you for remembering that. About just how do we yoke ourselves to the Lord? Like what things do we do that um here, sorry. I got it now. Grace gave this to me. It Matthew chapter 11, verses 28. Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And our pastor talked about that because he was just reviewing some of the past things of what we've been hearing Jesus say in the Gospels, of what things we should be fearing not, of how basically to yoke ourselves to the Lord, um, and why is he speaking in parables, was a lot of this, in, in order that we can hear this more. And his po- point about yoking that really struck me, was about His we, there's freedom. When we yoke ourselves to the Lord, there is freedom. And... Um, and, but usually, most of the time, we're not yoking ourselves to the Lord. And so we're not free. And why, why is that? So what do we need to like, take and examine um, in order to that we can actually have true freedom? And why that struck me was I've been pondering the, the thought through different, many different conversations that we, we know that there's going to be suffering in this world. We know that there are crosses that we have to bear. And Christ has those measured out for us. That there's gonna be trials, there's gonna be tribulations. And the, that cross can be laid upon us like his yoke, but then we usually don't just yoke it to the Lord and walk with him in it where there is freedom. We usually yoke it to something else. So what are what are the question is, what are we yoking it to? And um and what happens then is that we make that cross bigger or that trial bigger because we're usually resisting it. We don't want this to happen. We don't want that to happen, even though it's actually happening. Like we're trying to stop it from happening, but we don't have that control. And, and there actually is so few things in our life that we have control over. So we grasp at that. And what happens is instead of just accepting and using the phrase, which I used to really hate the phrase, it is what it is. But I think there's a lot of truth sometimes and freedom and just going, yeah, this is what it is. And if I can come to just accept that, yep, yeah, this is just hard. And it might be hard for a while. It might be hard for a year. It might be hard for, you know, really hard for a month and just go, but but the Lord is here instead of going, but I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. And I think so much is misunderstood about acceptance, that we resist the fact of saying, well, this just is what it is. And so how do I invite the spirit into that, that we make, we actually create more suffering for ourselves because we aren't truly yoking ourselves in the right and the proper sense. And maybe that's, I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses and what is my house has to look this way. I have to drive this car. We have to go on this trip. We have to eat this type of food. We have to have these type of toys. Um, I have to dress this way, my hair has to look like this. I have to get these type of grades. Um, I have to my house has to be clean this type of way. My kids have to act these ways. And and all of a sudden it's like, no, I've just created this greater trial because my mind is that that's the issue and not being yoked to the Lord. And it goes back to this then it goes back to the other scripture that I had um, from this about what we're actually supposed to be cared about um cared for or caring about Mm -hmm. is also in matthew and i've shared that before and it's because it's talking about the cure for anxiety so if we go back to matthew 6 starting in verse 25 it says for the reason i say to you do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or drink nor for your body as what you will put on is life more than food and body more for clothing look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow, nor reap, nor gather crops into the barns, and yet their Heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more important than they? And which of you, by worrying, can add a single day to the span of your life? And why are you worried about clothing? Notice how the lilies of the field grow, for they do not labor nor spin thread for clothing yet. I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much clothe you, you of little faith? So do not, be, do not worry then, saying, What will I eat or what will I drink? What are we to wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all of these things, for your Heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these that will be provided for you. What I love about this is that I love reading scripture and finding what is the command. We are told not to worry. We are told how the Lord understands us. So there's always a command and then a how and a promise in most of scripture. And the scripture talks about that. It talks about you're not supposed to be worried. You're not supposed to be anxious. And and then it tells you how God, it says, your, your father knows and he sees all these things. So what are you supposed to do is to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And if we do those things, not worrying, not being anxious, but then how to do that, we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be provided. His kingdom and righteousness will be provided for us so that the Lord knows our needs and he will provide. And by doing that, we're yoking going back to the yoke with him instead of having to figure out what's going to happen what am I going to dress what am I going to wear what's gonna um you know what what will is that to say what should I eat what should I drink all of those like what's around the bend those things that we want control over and we can't see that we grasp for all of a sudden we're creating this really lopsided yoke like, we're trying to pull. We're trying, you know, if you think of yoke and oxen being yoked. Anyway, so I want to give you a chance to respond because that was like really long and it's incorporating a lot of different things. And I know you have some different vents on it and I can go back to some of these things. But I just is really struck about when we discern God's will, when we are in seeking Him, that's, that's all He's asking for. That's when things will be revealed and given to us. It's when we step out of seeking him and adding to it that we lose that freedom.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what to say first. Um, No, I think it's really good. I think, yeah, I don't remember when I was, it was probably last week's homily on this verse from Matthew. that, That was when it first struck me of just, and I've heard this before, where it's like, if you really do yoke yourself to the Lord, you will, it, his burden really is easy, and there's, I think, a quote from a saint, um, that's like, if you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to find it, it's like, if you really follow the Lord, he, he moves every obstacle to make your task easy, or something along those lines, um, and, I'm not going to be able to find that and talk at the same time. So I'm not going to find it right now. But (laughs) It's okay. I was like, let's see if I can... I was like, I can't focus on two things at once. But just, yeah. Like, just that it's really simple. Kind of like what I was saying last week of all we really need to do is just focus on the Lord. And when we do that, he really provides and makes clear what the next step is. He really... Like everything is easier. It's all we have to do is just look at, look to the Lord and he'll let us know what's next. And I was, um, I was listening to Blessed is She again this week and they talked, they were saying, um, that in their opinion, balance is a myth when you're like, I need to balance all of this stuff in my life. Dah, dah, dah. And they're like, well, that, and and in, the, in a way they, I think there's still, I think it was just one aspect of the word balance they were talking about when you listen to the whole thing. But they were like, there's this idea of like. You have all these priorities in this routine and all of that um but really if you just go to the lord he lets you know what to do next and really you should have only one priority and for the for the for the longest time the word priority didn't have a plural like you only Hmm. had a priority you didn't have priorities like that's only that's a recent addition in the english language actually to have the plural of priority interesting um and so the idea that we all always had one priority and so like let's go back to that idea of god is our only priority and if he's our only priority like everything falls into the into place mm-hmm. and they're like and you like they're like we say this all like you know people say this all the time if, if you follow god everything falls into place but one of the girls was like but have you ever really tried it she's like i've been actually trying it recently and all of <laughs> a sudden i have 20 minutes to read here 20 minutes to like clean this up over here like that i didn't excuse me that I didn't have before and when I try and control and structure things it doesn't you know work out and this idea I, I also went to daily mass this weekend. father was talking about he's like this idea that we that life is gonna be this pretty tied like pretty box tied up with a bow that we have control of our lives is just not accurate like anyways so if we go to him everything w- that needs to get done will get done all the things that our our responsibility will get done but he he orders it for us like really a lot of the christian life is making sure things are rightly ordered but we're not the ones who determine what's rightly ordered we go to the lord and he shows us what's rightly ordered um and not that there isn't room for routines and discipline. Like, there, that's still part of that. And I think a lot of the time it's like, well, what do I do next, Lord? It's like, well, follow follow your routine or your discipline. That's the
0: right. obvious answer.
1: Like we were sometimes talking about back like, to basics
0: the other week. Yeah, and that but sometimes it
1: is just like, I have this free time. What should I do with it? And you just take a minute and ask the Lord. And he's like, I think you should work on this right now. Or I think mm-hmm. you should just
0: take some time to rest. Um, So, I yeah, think just... that's such an important thing. Like, when you said say that part of taking the time, like, I've, I've had it argued with me that that's more of how, you know, the religious do it or as much like we can't pause throughout our day and, and do that all the time. And I really question that. Mm -hmm. It's one thing when I, I get it, when we pray over our schedule at the beginning of the week and there's appointments that have to be done and certain things. So I guess I preface that, that yeah, there are certain things that have to get done and there are certain tasks that we need to do. I'll still I could go in a whole other thing about how those are still choices because we have the choice of when to make that appointment or making that and, and we and, and it's fulfilling our vocation as usually as parents if we're taking kids to appointments and but technically you could go in that whole thing if you went down like well we're choosing to actually see a dentist or we're choosing mm-hmm. to allow our kids to be part of these activities that they quote have to get to, you know, that type of thing. So I'm not going there. That's a whole different argument and topic but at the same time like when we get i think it's great what you say there are moments when we actually pray and do a morning offering and as we go through the tasks and we we make them holy by saying i just am giving this driving to you that i have to you know taxicab the kids around or i have to study like grace is in a huge city it's uh uh not city in a whole (laughs) huge state of just studying like that's her season right now or you know for you nannying right now too and but different things when we do that and give it to the lord then like I love how you say and then all of a sudden I have 20 minutes mm-hmm. then why don't we enter into that and go not because we we don't know how to make decisions or that we're so flustered we don't know what to do it's to sanctify it it's to say I want you to be a part of this and so that I can see like even with this vacation you know I didn't I didn't think that the whole time but at different times I was like okay, I want to be mindful. This is beautiful. I'm looking out at this beautiful thing. Or I'm in the middle of this. Or I'm waking up today. And I want to give this day to you, you know, help me to be restful, help me to be mindful that I'm getting this time away. And that we can, that's a way of us worship. Like we had this whole thing, because we were, we were praying, we, (laughs) we were talking about how we were going to just say our our daily prayers. And one of the kids was grumbling. And I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, and they're like, why do we have to do this probably And I said, because we're toal- told that we're supposed to glorify the Lord and everything. We're supposed to pray without ceasing. Our whole job here is to worship God mm-hmm. on earth so that one day we can be with him in heaven for eternity. This is just transitory. So if we're missing the point that we can't look at this vast, beautiful nature that is given to us, or we can't look at this trial and yoke it to him, or we can't just say, oh, I have 20 minutes. What do you want here? We're missing something. If we're not slowing down to be mindful enough of that, that's how we make our day a daily prayer. That's how we pray without ceasing by bringing the Lord into that moment. So I love how you say, like, when we actually try to seek God's will, then we have more time and then we could go, okay, how do you want me to use this time? Help me to just enjoy relaxing right now. Great. Relax Mm -hmm. right now. But there's such beauty in being able to pause and just do that instead of just going, well, I guess I'll just go relax right now. I don't know. It just made me think about what you were saying about that, just how important that is. That's not, I don't, I'm just going back to the argument of it's not over-spiritualizing it. It's actually giving Christ his due.
1: Mm-hmm. And so kind of tying this to like our our thought process of this whole thing was um, freedom. And mm-hmm. so I even noticed this week, because um, one of my struggles right now is just the frustration of how much I can get done in my study periods um, and feeling like I'm not getting enough done. And then, you know, then that's a re discernment Then, in a certain sense of like okay then do I need to take more time than some people were I'm I'm a slower learner I learn things well but I take my time to do it like it just doesn't click fast for me um and so I've kind of been faced with that recently where I'm like I just don't get through material as fast as others and that's okay um but trying to go more towards like that's okay so then what what do we what's my accommodation for that versus frustration because it would there's just I've been fighting this line in my mind where it's like well I'm called to study I'm called to work on this and yet I can't even get that done so then I must be doing something wrong or something mm. like it's my fault like it's a a failure or a fault of mine not just a nope this is just a fact of this is how much I can get done mm-hmm. in this amount of time not that there's not room for like improving on focus and over time you know my capacity can grow but at this moment this is as much as I can get through in this amount of time you know and so I've been thinking about this and the way that that frustration carries over as a worry to the rest of my day when it's a time when I cannot study is this like I could just feel it this week like this weight every time I was like babysitting or, or making a meal or something like it's like you know right now obviously I cannot study but it was like this I didn't get through enough today like I should be studying right now and it's like I couldn't enjoy the present moment and at one point it must have been after I went to daily mass where I was rethinking about this it's like everything's not a pretty bow you don't have control over everything da 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 I was like okay what if I tried to just like be present in the next moment and like I feel like this is somewhat repetitive of what we said and I've I've tried to do this before in my life but it's still you know you have to repractice and you have to get back into the and there's different insights anyways but I was like what if I'm just present in the moment and just enjoy it because literally I have no option in that moment I mean technically yes I could not give people my full attention and I could study and multitask but that's not peaceful and that's not I'm not going to learn well in that moment and I'm choosing not to do that because that's not really going to help me and that's not really respectful to other people you know anyways so i was like i'm just gonna be try and just like let go of that burden of this stress that i should be studying or stress of what i need to get done later because that's not right now's job like that's not my job right now i don't have to study right now so why would i waste my time energy worrying about what i have to do later that's Mm -hmm. later's problem and it was so interesting seeing the internal like tug like of war light bulb. Oh. of like at first where it's like oh my gosh this is so freeing I can just enjoy being with these kids or something like that I was like they're just so lighthearted and fun and then like this internal mm-hmm. part that's like but you have to do this later and you still have this to study and you have to review this and this wasn't sticking and I like it was like nope I'm not gonna think about that right now and the back and forth and it made me think of like mentioning a few weeks ago where we have this tendency to choose to be a slave to something like there's still somewhat a desire in myself to be like a slave to worry and stress over what I have to do today right and what I have to get to later and I was like no, there's, no, there's nothing I can do about, th- like, it was just so interesting of, and then talk, so talking about this yoke, it's like, if, if we yoke ourselves to the Lord, it's easy. So if I yoke myself and I'm not going to worry, and I'm just going to be present, because that's what he calls my t- me to, it's so much easier. But I put this extra yoke on myself of overthinking and worrying too much about something that's not in this present moment that I don't have the grace for right now, because it's not this moment's task. And I was so burdened, and I was so stressed, and you could just feel the tension in your body. And it was like, just, it was just very insightful, I guess, of the constant struggle we have. But it's like, but what was more freeing was, in some ways, like not that I wasn't going to, you know, in the in the secular world's mindset, it's like, well, you weren't being productive in that moment, you weren't doing your
0: job, and it's like, no, I was, but my job in this moment wasn't to be a student, you know, like it was just right, and that is the beauty of it, because that I'm so glad you said that thing about being a slave to something because that was the whole other part that father brought up in his homily that i'm like oh my gosh this is it would just you know click it's like when that puzzle clicks together it's like yes i am pondering this and thinking about this in the in the right way and the holy spirit's talking to me here because th- that goes back he said what do you what are you being a slave to like you just said the 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 world was saying okay you weren't being productive. You weren't like I didn't do. I should have done. I would, you know. And we do this shoulda coulda woulda, and we get enslaved to the thoughts of, of stuff that can't even change what's going on right now, and we get so we become enslaved to our thoughts. And then and in, and in when he said that, it just struck me so much that we actually choose slavery to things of the world because we're used to it versus being choosing freedom. And I talk to my clients a lot about this too, in in, in terms especially of like things that are like anxiety, or worry, because they're comfortable, because we we've been so ingrained to do them. We've been so ingrained to go, well, if I would have done this, if I should have done that, or, well, when I get stressed, I just become worried or anxious. And it's like, we've ingrained our brains to the slavery of our thoughts that we continue to think. Because it's more challenging to actually think differently because it's uncomfortable,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if there's freedom in yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it was like, it was so weird. I was like, it's more uncomfortable for me to not think about studying right now, even though it feels so much better after I've chosen that. Right,
0: it exactly. It so weird. Like, and so can we, can we claim our thoughts and actually go, no, I'm actually not going to be a slave to my thoughts of the world, of the devil, of these other whatever I'm yoking myself to, but no, I'm going to actually be, invite the spirit to be the ruler of my thoughts. And I'm going to actually hold my thoughts captive of Christ here and sit here and go, no, actually I'm going to choose freedom because I know when I yoke myself to Christ and what he desires either for this moment, for my life, for whatever, then there's actually freedom. And I don't have to figure it all out. Mm -hmm. I say that on here a lot. Like, we don't have to know it all. If we are actually yoking ourselves to Christ, we can lean back and allow him Mm -hmm. to move us forward. And then you can go, no, in this situation, going back to the whole situation of where the child was grumbling and complaining too. And then the question came up, well, then how do we know what we're supposed to do? You know, I said, we're supposed to, you know, use this for the, the glory of the Lord. Like we're trying, we got talking about training and, and they're like, well, well, God doesn't build the houses or, cause I was saying how this things we see around us, you know, God has created for us. Well, God didn't create this house, but yeah, but he gave the gifts and talents to the person who then created that. Like all of our, like your dad's a physician, like those talents came from the Lord and, and we can glorify the Lord through the, our gifts and talents. Um, in our vocations, in our whatever, our ministries, whatever we have, to they're made to glorify God. He bestowed them upon us, and he asked them to use us. And so this child was asking him, right now, you're just called to be a child, which means you obey your parents or you're a student and you're and you're called to be a good student to the best of your ability. That's using your gifts and talents for here. And as you keep praying, I mean, it was this like mini theology lesson. And I'm like, I'm trying not to make this big and long to the kids talking to them. Because then it came up the next day. I said, do I need to revisit that theology lesson? They're like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, good. But this is why we're we're called to this purpose. So I think it's beautiful when you bring up the slavery part of it. It's like, yeah, what what are we enslaving? What are we yoking ourselves to? This mindset of the world of be more productive. Do all these things. And it's like, no, how about embrace What is your job? What's the next right thing to do? Mm -hmm. And in that, like you said, was actually more freeing. But that takes a retraining of our brain. Right. It is very difficult to say. It goes back to the whole thing of, you know, insanity is where we do the same things and we expect different results. I use that with the kids on the road trip. I'm like, you guys are so ingrained to be triggered by when that person says this, then I think this and I react this way. Instead of going, what if they did that. And I actually thought and chose not to react that way. And chose not to say that, that provides freedom. Now this argument doesn't become this way. Now this big explosion doesn't happen. That is actually creating a new result, a new neural pathway a freedom, a yoking with the Lord going, I actually don't want that to go down this road. I want a different result to occur. And so I'm going to choose something that, yes, takes work, takes more effort, but actually isn't slaving me to these thoughts that aren't from God, to these reactions that I'm just involuntary doing and not intentionally choosing. And when we can intentionally show up and invite the spirit in and say, I want to do what you want me to do here. I want to yoke myself to you and find, because I know there's freedom in that. oh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's so much more freeing, like you said, where you were just like, Wow. I can really just be present to these kids. I really can just show up to this relaxation time, to this twenty minutes of reading, to just whatever it is, because the Lord has blessed that. And that's actually honoring God the most in that time. Instead of, oh am I being the most productive? Should I be doing something else? Gosh, there's another load of laundry I should put in. Maybe I should start dinner soon. What should I do? You know? Mm-hmm. Instead of going, I can sit down and just enjoy this time. And I fall to that too. I I fall victim to that so much of mm-hmm. like how do people just stop but i think that's our some of our americanism Mm
1: -hmm. and even so as you're saying all this like i've noticed recently i'm like there's a lot of things i i say i believe but i don't necessarily act on it and some of that is like this idea of um how we need to be resting well and resting better and as well as like trying not to be feeding this workaholic culture yeah, And I was thinking that recently, like this summer in a lot of ways has really challenged like, okay, are you going to act on that though? Because now I have in a different, I choose my schedule. I choose my actions mm-hmm. more, than, like, more than school because sure. that's handed to you a little bit more. And it's like, so I feel all this pressure of like, well, well the society expects me to da-da-da, it's, which is kind of ridiculous because no one's actively saying that to me. It's just kind of the rhythm of our time. And so I think I have to, anyways... And so I've really been challenged re- realizing, like, that's not really what I believe, but I'm not acting like that. I don't believe this is healthy, but I'm still acting in this unhealthy way, you know? So, and and sometimes I think, like, it's like I say, especially the rest thing, it's like, is that too good to be true? Sometimes I wonder, right. it's like, are we really, like, that sounds nice, but is that really what we're called to? And so all these things coming up recently, like, I, Catholic stuff talked about, Catholic Stuff You Should Know podcast talked about rest yesterday... Or not yesterday. Yesterday is when I listened to it. It came out a few days ago. Their episode just talked a lot about resting well, which I was just like, huh. And in listening to that, because I was like, I've talked about this a million times, but hearing someone else like have the same thought process as mm-hmm. me and some points to take from it, I was like, no, this actually is true and I'm not acting it very well. But it was just kind of like... It was like a gift from God where it's like, no, you're on the right path. yeah This, is tr- this isn't too good to be true. A- actually act on it. And something that struck me when they wrapped up that episode was... So they pointed out, they also were also talking about Matthew 28, Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Um, My yoke is easy. My burden is light and all of that. And they go, but you know, we put chapter and verse on the gospels yeah. for those who are actually sitting, listening to that sermon on the, or I don't know if this was the sermon on the Mount, but listening to him preach that day, um, whatever part, whatever that was, then he goes right into talking about the laws for the Sabbath. So it was very like a obvious, like, hi, um, It was like, come to me if you're burdened, and I will give you rest. And then it's like, okay, how are you going to give me rest? Okay, here's the Sabbath law. Here's Mm -hmm. what I say the Sabbath law. Because he did... You know, there's some people who are over... Like, Pharisees who are overly scrupulous with the Sabbath law. And he's like, no, this is what the Sabbath is. You need to take your Sabbath rest and just... So they were emphasizing that of we all need to be taking breaks on Sunday. And we we need to be, like, slowing down as well. And then they're also tying into, like, make sure when you go on vacation, you're, you're vacationing well. You're not just consuming and doing and da 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 it's like you're taking time to just be and all that but they're like even in your day-to-day you can just rest in the moment they're like you can tell when someone you're talking to someone and they're just like uh uh-huh, yeah da 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 and they're they're already on the, to the next right. task and they're not listening to you versus people who are present and they're like it really struck me they said like they are just resting in that moment which yeah. i thought was very being much present, like the yeah. like the lean back the being present mm-hmm. where there's something even in your day-to-day tasks you can still rest yes that is still an option mm. if you choose to Partake in that, if you choose to just take on the Lord's easy yoke, if you just choose to ask him what to do next and to just be present because that's all that's asked of you. And so if you can take your energy and just focus on being present and that's what your your main job is and just doing what's right in front of you, then you can just rest in each moment. And so yeah, maybe it's still a work day, maybe it's still you have to get stuff done, and maybe it's not always a Sunday or vacation, and those do come when they come, and that's important to take seriously, but just even resting in each moment, like there still can be a rest there too and that's just beautiful yeah
0: yeah so, i like that i i like how we can look at scripture in that way too it's like well what comes next like we we find these i don't know human or natural or imposed upon like you're saying pauses or ends of chapters or verses but we do need to take it in the whole context of what was being said before what is being said after and and looking on yeah why is his burden easy why is you know his yoke light, or maybe I said that burden is yoke is easy and his burden is light. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or I said it wrong. again. You said it right. Okay. And I think we need to look at that. Like, what is he saying? And the whole thing too, when we go back to oxen is, is walking alongside, like they can't pull in different directions. When you have the yoke upon the oxen, it's being guided. And that are we, that goes to the whole leaning back too. are we letting the Lord lead? Are we, when we, when we yoke to something in the world, then we're allowing that to pull us. Or when we're yoking just to our own control, we're the one yanking and pull. And we're the one creating more of the effort when we're not, when we're trying to come out of that yoking with the Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. And that's how, going back to what I was saying at the beginning, we actually make this suffering, we actually make these tasks hard for us. And I just love that idea that like, yes, we are all yoked with our own or not yoked, maybe not, but just given our own cross, our own trials, different things. Like my sufferings are going to be different than yours that are going to be different than our listeners, than whomever. But when we don't yoke them to the Lord, all of a sudden these sufferings become way much harder. The trials are much bigger and, and we actually create more suffering for ourselves because we're not choosing to yoke it to God. And we're the ones because of how we're choosing, like you said, to enslave to our thoughts, to not rest well, to not enter into giving the day to the Lord, using those different times and moments. We're grasping for this type of control Instead, I love how you said, said that blessed is she just challenged and was like, are you actually trying to dedicate and live? What did they say? Live your life for the Lord? What was that? She's like, are you actually doing that? Well, they're, they're, where they're saying if you just, if your priorities are straight and you're, you're like, the Lord is your priority, everything else falls into place. Right. And they are like, but do you actually do that? Right. Because then it does. Like right. So I think that's the biggest thing is like, what what is keeping you from yoging yourself to the Lord? Are you actually making that the priority and then rec- and being aware, like come to that awareness. I'm gonna really try and do this, and then ha- like let your eyes be open to like what we said the other, other couple weeks prior to this of just looking around. Are we slowing down enough to see the blessings around us and see God's handiwork in our everyday lives? And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I've just been blessed about one how you saw all of this, how I heard that today at mass, and just be able to see like okay, and then take and go okay, Holy Spirit, what are you doing in in my life to wake me up to make sure I'm, I'm yoking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else to add? Wonderful. Well,
1: yeah, all the things we are, um, you can email us at thanks mom pod or thanks mom podcast at gmail.com. We're at mom goodness at thanks mom podcast on Instagram and the thanks mom podcast, uh, group on Facebook. Um, and we're on, basically all your podcast platforms we would love if you can subscribe rate review share us with others leave a comment
0: all of the things all that jazz let us know your input what you'd like to hear what you don't like to hear maybe Mm -hmm. you're sick of something i don't know so comment and shout out to us we love to hear from our listeners and we do appreciate those shares to grow this small podcast and also if you're looking for any type of coaching or speaker or want to reach out and find out more about what I do, head over to my website, Brown.com. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Christina underscore underscore M underscore underscore Brown and Christina Brown on Facebook. You can always email me directly at Christina at madeforgreatness.co. And always, as always, we're so glad that you're with us. We hope you continue to join us and we will see you next time on The Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Mom Podcast. Bye.